welcome back to another episode of the Dive In podcast. Uh, it's just Quinn and I again because we don't yes, have friends, yes. so we can't get more guests on the show. Um, yeah, uh, how, how's your day, Quinn? It's really good. Thanks for the sad introduction. That's not true. It's just a lot harder with you know our schedules to get people because unlike you, most of us are adults that have full time jobs. Adult. Like you were, I, on Wednesdays, you're, you're, I have over four hours of classes. I know. I'm saying you're just wrapping up college. Everybody else, you know, like you know, they're adults with full time jobs. Some people have kids. It's not the easiest to get the schedule, but it's going good. Uh, I just ran my first ever 10 miles. I'm getting ready for the New York city half marathon, March 20th. Yeah, I hate running. For the, uh, I do too, but you, I noticed if I put a podcast on, usually it's the rewatchables or uh, how did this get made? You Not know, the dive in. You don't put on the dive in. No, because I, I don't need to listen to my own voice. I don't even like podcasts. Isn't that funny? Uh, there you go. Well, that's a great way to start. So, <laughs> Unlike last podcast, we did something new. There wasn't really anything new that was came out worth reviews. So we're getting ready for Oscar season. Though the nominations haven't come up, we talked what we should review. And my favorite type of movie, Noah's a horror fanatic. For me, I love animation. And unlike 2020, 2021 was a little bit bare mm-hmm. in that category. There were really just a couple of pretty good to great movies like the pretty good ones i would say would be like a luca yeah would be would be like wrong gone wrong and the great ones would be in canto uh i also would say i haven't seen it it's a documentary it was all the film festivals it's the documentary called flea about this true man story about oh i've heard of it yes yeah, so I, I haven't seen that but we are reviewing it came out way back in the spring of 2021 so almost a year we're getting there it's um Mitchell's versus the machines mm. and it is from the great animated duo of, of how are the names again lord and miller so lord they and made miller, yeah they made uh some of the great uh uh movies such as the lego movie they made the kind of chance of meatballs and when you saw that they were i saw they were attached and i saw the trailer for this movie it had the humor with the aesthetic look of the it's a spider verse in a different more yeah. style like it was very stylistic so i had high hopes going in and this i think to me will be the best animated film winner of the oscars when it gets nominated i believe i, hope. I think it deserves it well every time i, I think someone should win disney wins it klaus was robbed even though i love toy story it was much better than toy story 4 uh, when Soul won it the last year, I believe the Wolf Walkers beautifully animated the Disney Plus with its, from the Irish animated film studio. But it seems it's your Disney, and the fact that Enchanto is great, Encanto is great, and you know, I, I don't talk about Bruno is trending in the billboards and everything. You're just gonna have all the momentum because this came out such a long time ago. Yeah, that it's it's almost gonna be a year by the time the Oscars roll around. When it came out, so so we decided to do this and a a quick rundown uh you've had this family the mitchells Mm -hmm. and you've got a mother a father a little brother and then you have the daughter so katie mitchell is kind of a weird uh girl she's about to get ready to go to film school all she does like doing films her whole life her little brother loves dinosaurs her mother is played by maya rudolph means well it's not really good at cooking but as a mother's mother and then the father is i believe is dan mcbride correct yeah. is the voice actor and he's very old school you know doesn't like wants family time very handy like he gives 
the running joke in the movie is like the gift he got everybody was a Phillips screwdriver or whatever yeah. <laughs> screwdriver. And there's conflict between her going to school and they fight. And you have Eric Andre, who is a tech mogul, comes out with this new robot. And it's literally like, oh, the robots will never go evil. Oh my God, they went evil. Yeah. All these like personal robots. And now it's up to this dysfunctional family to save the world. Easy <laughs> premise, but. <laughs> I'll let Noah go. No, what's the one thing you 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 said about you were texting me when we were watching this? You know, it's got it's it's just very emotional for a movie about. I know it's got it's got robots humor, but... attacking. You know, it, it the the character dynamics are just so like human. It, it's really, I think it also helps the animation is so beautiful and the score. There is this piece of music they play during every kind of sad part. Oh, it immediately plucks the heartstrings. I just think every aspect of this movie, sound, visuals, voice acting, is just so like polished, so well crafted. Mm -hmm. Script wise, it is such a well structured feature script. Oh yeah, the, the pacing. So <laughs> you could tell they this script was was worked on for a while and really thought out and really figured out because it's just it yeah. feels so complete. And I believe this is based on a graphic novel or book series. Oh, I have, really? I, yeah, I, I haven't read. I I, I, I I believe I can check. But like, like Noah was saying, you can just tell that the Sony animation is getting up there because it takes chances. Yeah. It, it does humor that Disney movies or animation might have one like kind of a, like joke like that. But the animation style is just so yeah. well, unique. What I love about this movie is... Katie Mitchell's the, the main character, this like quirky film student edits her own stuff. It almost feels like the movie is edited by her at times. The way, you know, there's a lot of like throwaway gags where the screen gets like, there's scribbles all over the screen, little drawings and animations. And the way it just, it feels like the main character's DNA is like th everywhere. That's weird, but the main character, like her aesthetic, is like over the entire film, which is really cool. Yeah, exactly. And the funny thing too is because you see like she has kind of like fourth wall breaking yeah. where, where you see like, you know, it's like where her animation style, like one of the funny jokes is like they're going, the whole thing is that she is done and the dad breaks her laptop and has like a yeah. film she made and his way of making up with her, she's, he's like, we're going to go on a cross country road trip. We're going to drive to California. Yeah, and it's like oh god, so it's kind of starts off with like a family road trip movie that becomes like a post-apocalyptic robot well, thing happening. That's like what's so genius about <laughs> it is because the script, good scripts, have an interior battle for the characters in an exterior battle, and obviously the main thing is they're solving this exterior problem. In this case, defeat the robot apocalypse, but the interior problem is the strained relationship between Katie and her dad. And what, what, why this is such a good script is the resolution or the solution for defeating the ro robo, robot apocalypse ends up also helping be the solution for, the, for her making up with her dad. Exactly. Her and movies, her movies become exactly, the reason why they can defeat the robots. Exactly. Like, I love but it, that. It, but it's also the point where he's not evil. Like, I still like my daughter. He tries. And you also get yeah. from her aspect because she's about to be a college because she's still a kid. Like, she's 18 yeah. or turning 18. And then you realize, you know, you don't really like when the mom's like, you don't understand what he had to give up. Yeah. Like when it, you realize, when you realize, like, oh, the dad didn't know, and, and you see, 
like he she's looking at old film and he built a house with with his bare hands that was his dream house to to have with him and his wife and he started to have her his first kid yeah and he sold it and she always had this lucky moose like yeah. it shows it because you, you see these home vhs tapes again like how she got a lover film and you see that that was the the handle that he took from like a rail the only thing he brought from the house and she really then that's when katie realizes oh he sacrificed so much that i should is i just like how it's usually oh it's like oh like just one person has to realize i like how it's like she realized what the father gave up and the father realizes that she's different that's okay yeah it's it's not, it's not one-sided and i think there's not many animated films where the father mother character get this much vulnerability and this much like real character elements you know a lot of animated movies especially in the fiction side the parents never believe the kid that the like magical thing is happening and yada yada and this one exactly along for the ride no it's just the craziness and you had the little brother and Maya rudolph and like you said it's really about them and it just happens to be the robot apocalypse is happening it just feels very what a lot of these big i'll say that's even with blockbusters with a lot of these big over-the-top special effects based storylines and even in animation like this they often lose the personal element of the characters, the character dynamic. And this film has it. And everything about this film just feels so personal. Even the credits <clears throat> have pictures of every crew, almost every crew member to a certain extent. Like, I don't know, it just feels more like a <clears throat> intimate kind of project. Like love was poured into this. Here are the people who made it. I don't know, the whole way the film is packaged it's just awesome. Yeah, and I guess some people like it's like Spider Verse animation with better humor. Yeah, like the best joke, mm. my favorite jokes in the whole scene is when the robots have turned like the headquarters of the Apple company of this world. Yeah. Like they're visiting all these people, and the son gets kidnapped, and Maya Rudolph's like, "You've got my baby boy." Yeah, and she has the Kill Bill music, and she just yeah. goes psycho. It's like yeah. she's going, she's going too powerful. Run. Yeah, it's 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 so. And I like how, it, yes, there's film references, but it keeps it to a minimum, you know? Yeah, but, it, but, it, but it makes sense yeah. because of the character. The main character is a filmmaker. Like, it's not even like just throwing it out there for the yeah. sake, because it's the whole thing. And it's just a humorous, funny, like, I like the, the, the moment, like the song, the, the, I guess the father and daughter to oh, fight man. is Live Your Life by Rihanna and T.I. Because yeah. they used to sing it when she was little. Which takes me back when I was a kid, because like, yeah. this home VHS somewhere, me and my sister, we used to do American Idol. It's how old that was. It was like 2000, 2002. Like, um, the video game, the American Idol. No, no, no. We didn't do video game. We'd have like our own talent show. We would like pretend we were like oh. a singer, like our parents would be like Simon Cow. Like we just like, this is like fifth, sixth grade. And that took, it, it, yeah, like, it, it, it took me back to that because yeah. like, it, like, it reminds me like the moment and like that's how they get. Yeah, my, for some reason, when I was like, whenever this that song was out i had a friend who kept telling me about it because he thought it was so weird that like my uh, he part and that day well, that's my childhood i had happened to <laughs> slam my finger in a door by accident and it was bleeding and and black and blue and then my friend calls me on the on the house phone and he's like hi noah here's the song I was talking about. And I'm like throbbing in pain and over the little phone speaker is this song. So that's what I remember when I, when I, when oh I hear it. There you go. Yeah. That came out what? 2008. I don't, I don't I think know. it was in high school. I was in high school. I can't, you were like, in high school. Damn. 
yeah, what's that? Yeah, live, live your life. No, but it's, and um, I think I don't know. I just like the relationship between them two. Again, scenes like that. I also love the scene where the father has to save them all. He he doesn't know. Like he has to like hack the computer to upload her video with the yeah. dog. Yeah. And he has no idea what he's doing, and they show like a flashback of him ordering something on Amazon. Cause he tried to subscribe, like the end of the movie, he tries to subscribe to her channel and he's like, I ordered 12 things on Amazon. I don't know what happened. It's yeah. It's, it's all the, it's just every, all the comedic aspects, the action aspects. Well, the well don't, horror don't forget, even don't, don't forget also you, you also had the thing where they have this, like, oh God, it wasn't really a rival. It was a perfect family. They happened to run into played by Chrissy Teigen and yeah. John legend. And it's like the perfect family. And the, the 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 son is like has a crush on the daughter because she loves dinosaurs, but he freaks yeah. out, just like runs into walls the second she talks to him. Like I, I kind of like they were in it for a second, like like let's go formation, go. Like they do a perfect formation, they jump out the window, and they're like, yeah. let's just let's just do that. And yeah, no, the- I, I and I love the little brother. Uh, just seeing a weird kid. It's just always nice. Well, it was a pterodactyl. Well, that, that's the <laughs> best gag when when he's like spying. He's he's lookout for Katie, and then he's like pterodactyl vision, and like <laughs> walk the door. Everybody walks. He he's just funny. I well, I I think it's just because, especially Disney, is just has the market, and it's good to see different films. It kind of reminds me because DreamWorks isn't DreamWorks anymore. It's not like when mm-hmm. they're making Shrek and How to Train Your Dragon and Kung Fu Panda. You have like some studios make okay animated films, but like yeah. Sony Animation has just become top notch. Like I loved Clyde with a Chance of Meatballs. Like that came out of nowhere. It was a book from my childhood that was like fifteen pages long. I don't even really remember much, but no, but I, like I, it's it, it's got the it's it's very funny. Like the Lego Movie. I'm like oh, the fact that it could have been a big commercial, like the the Emoji Movie, and the fact that it's all about imagination and being yourself and being creative. Like it has a heavy message, and it's mm. like whoa. But so Lord and Miller, you could tell they, you just tell the directors, they just care. Oh, yeah. Like they care when they do projects. Like 21 Jump Street shouldn't have been good movies. I think they're hilarious. 21 and 22 Jump Street with Chan Tatum and, and, and Jonah Hill. And I just like seeing movies like this and that are just beautifully animated with their own art style. It's not yeah. Pixar, like the realistic, but I kind of don't want that all the time. I like this kind of comic book style brought to life yeah it's it's very very visually appealing yeah and and all the characters work great and again like this is just it's it's my it was in my top 10 movies i, yeah, mean, I think same. it was yeah. i think it was number four and i look back on my list but it was the best animated movie of last year mm, for like, sure I, like I, I, better than whatever anything disney made like there was nothing i can think of because i've yeah. seen it it's like the 10th time i've seen it. like i saw it Every I had to watch it at school because the kids at the end of the school year that uh-huh. was I had to watch that and Luca, uh-huh. and I didn't mind watching the Mitchells like three times in like two weeks. But Luca, I got sick of after the sixth time because I'm like, all right, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's cool to think like this was this released on Netflix, yeah. right? So it's like interesting to see a, you know, there's a lot of debate about streaming releases and if the movies kind of get buried. But I feel like this one has held its ground as like a yeah and it's gonna come back entry and, it, and it's gonna come back out because people are looking at like the, yeah. uh, the movie theater by me in montclair new jersey they're playing like you know like the uh, they think they're gonna be like, i'm seeing it next saturday mm. 
it's playing in a theater and i i want to i want to see it in a theater so it'll be like yeah i know because it's it's it won like a critics choice award or something i don't even i can't keep track of all these award shows but no they're I, definitely I don't, gunning don't care. they're gunning for it no, to get an oscar now. no if it doesn't get an if it does not win an oscar just, just give it to disney then there's no point because if, if this is klaus should have won klaus was mm-hmm. a credible 2.5 drawn and it lost if this loses i give up Mm. I never saw Klaus. I watch it. It's it's amazing. Like just even I Christmas, but just a great animated film. Yeah. Because a guy who worked on like Disney in the nineties worked on this one. Oh really? Yeah. He so the, we must the, see. the guy who directed Nightmare Before Christmas is coming out with a movie for uh what's it called? Netflix with Jordan Peele. It's like a horror animated thing. Two monsters. Uh, so, so that I, so I watch your football. Let's see if this is a fumble. Yeah, my roommates are watching football. If you're hearing them scream obscenities at Tom Brady, oh, let's see if it's contact. But you know, yeah, it's a, Netflix is definitely coming out with new animated films. I'm looking forward to. So very yeah. excited. They're they're. I just they wish they. The- they'd give their projects a bit more airtime in terms of promotion. And a lot of stuff just gets like shot out of a cannon and like, you're lucky to catch it when it's in the top 10 for like five days and then it'll disappear. This is just a must see. Yeah. This isn't going to be a super long. This is, we're going to do some short reviews for animated. So do you want like, I can be, I can be right into it. I give this an A. A minus. Yeah. I give it an A just because it's, the characters are great. The family is great. The soundtrack's great. And the animation, it's just one of the better films, I think, in the last five years. Yeah, maybe I'd give it an A. A, A minus, somewhere in between there. I, I would say recommend it's on Netflix. It's free. Pretty much everybody has a Netflix. Yeah, I mean, I hope. Yeah, so I would say that. And let's, let's recommend Let's just recommend this time something different. Let's recommend animated movies. Oh, hmm. Actually, before that, quick news: Knives Out Two is now coming out to Netflix in theaters. Yeah, we knew year. it was Netflix. I didn't realize. I forgot that Amazon yeah. bought it. No, it was Netflix, but now we have a potential release. I think of end of the year or something. Yeah, and then Mission Impossible Seven got pushed back to 2023. I could care less. I don't care. I don't need to see another Mission Impossible. Fine. Well, what's the animated film we recommend? Give me any. If you can't think of animated, you can just do another movie. Then, uh, this is Mitchell's is really like the best animated I've seen in a really long time. So Simpsons movie is pretty good. If I'm remembering it correctly, I saw it like a million years ago. All right, you do that. I'm going to recommend Klaus, but something newer. Uh, it's on Disney Plus and HBO Max. Wrong Gone Wrong. I still highly recommend. Okay. It's from the director of Arthur's Christmas. It's Zach Golding Access as a robot. It's very funny. Okay. So that that's sounds my, promising. Rec- that's my recommendation. And then, yeah, say so Netflix Klaus. And then, actually, Vivo, too. It's the guy, uh, Loren Manuel. He's in that movie. It's his animated movie. What's it called? Vivo. He plays a little monkey. It's on Netflix. Interesting. Lin Manuel has been doing a lot of stuff, I feel like. Yeah, he's a busy man. He is a busy man. He's going to be making the music. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is just a quick review. And, yeah, a uh, little we'll mini, mini pod, mini, mini installment. And hopefully something comes out. Nightmare Alley is going to be on uh, HBO Max February 1st. You might review that. I saw that a while ago. Yeah. I, I would talk about it. It's a cool movie. Yeah, yeah I so don't know. That's two weeks. Yeah. Well, it's going to be out on February 1st. So that is all. Let's hope keep our fingers crossed and Tom Brady loses and the Bucks are out. Uh, sure. Yeah. I think. There you go. All right. Well, you go back to school and your grilled cheese sandwiches. I already ate the grilled cheese. It was really good. There you go. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Good night, San Diego.